welcome to episode 95 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Before we begin, folks, I just want to remind everyone out there to go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com uh, forward slash Chew on This podcast. And there you can sponsor us for as little as a dollar a month. And we give all kinds of different rewards depending on uh, how much you want to sponsor us. We have different tiers and different rewards, anywhere from a shout out all the way to like, you could podcast with us, control the, the subject matter and all that good stuff. There's all sorts of things, hats, shirts, all kinds of goodies. So that's patreon.com forward slash chew on this podcast. Uh, all right. So we got Wawa. We got the hashtag that we've been trying to get going for months now. Hashtag West Coast Wawa. Real quick, we've been the last two times we've been talking about coffee um, because basically it's the only thing you can get out in the West Coast from Wawa. Um, unless you travel to New Jersey, you can go check it out there or Pennsylvania. But if you're in California like we are, you got to order the coffee. So look up Wawa on the Internet, go to their coffee, order it, and you will see how good just the coffee is. We're not even talking about sandwiches and the cheap gas. Yeah, while everyone's out there tearing down statues, no one's tearing down Wawa's. They're building Wawa's like motherfuckers, just not out here yet. And that's what we want. We want to get Wawa out to West Coast, that's for sure. Um, so besides all that goody, I uh, just want to remind you guys also uh, that we will be at the San Francisco Comic-Con uh, on September 2nd at 10 p.m. We will have some advertisements going on our website and on Instagram uh, that will give you the exact room number, uh, but we are on the schedule. And actually, if you go to iTunes or I think Google, whatever, and you down, you can download uh, the app for San Francisco Comic Con, and we are on the schedule. So, but we're September second, I think, like at 10 p.m. I just don't remember what room number, but we're in the Moscone Center. So, if you guys are in San Francisco or even in Sacramento, just stop on by there, and and uh, we'll have a live show, and it'll be fun. And bring munchies. Yeah, and bring munchies in. Oh, and if you could find us uh, during the day, we're going to be wandering around the floor and like interviewing people and stuff and having a good time. So it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. All right, so that brings us to our subject matter of the day: the long-awaited Marvel Netflix series uh, come together in the Defenders. So we got <coughs> we got Luke Cage, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist. Yes. So initial reactions. Initial reactions. Uh, I think I'll go this time. Okay. <clears throat> it was okay. It was just that's my initial reaction. It was okay. What happened in the show? Base. It, it, it was short one. Only eight episodes. Oh, and this is going to be spoiled, by the way. So. Oh yeah, spoilers, spoilers. Yeah. Um, what I expected going in, minus the storyline, <clears throat> um, because obviously I didn't know what was going on. I didn't really tease myself or spoil myself with it beforehand. Um, I got exactly what I thought I was going to get with the uh, ensemble cast here. Um, I liked who I liked, and I didn't like who I didn't like. Uh, that's my initial reaction. What's yours? Uh, yeah, I just thought it was okay, too. Um, I see why they did the uh, eight-episode format versus the 13. Um, I don't think I could have handled this if it went to 13. I mean, they were stretching at certain parts. Um, like when the action wasn't happening, there was a lot of downtime and a lot of talking and that a lot of it didn't really go anywhere. But yeah, my initial reaction was just okay. I, I don't, I still think like 
um, Daredevil season one is the is the pinnacle, like the top notch. It's almost like Orson Welles; they peaked it like right at the beginning. <laughs> and right. nothing sustained. Like even the, the newer shows haven't sustained what Daredevil season one did. But um, and, and I'd like to. I actually like to rank these shows. Like toward the end of the show, let's remember. Oh, yeah. I'd like to rank where this sits. But initial reaction is just okay. It was all right. I think season one for Daredevil was so good because it was such a new thing and they didn't have to play in the Defenders world. They didn't have to cross anything over. Mm -hmm. It was just them. And because they were just able to concentrate on just getting Daredevil into that suit, basically, and becoming the hero that we know him as, that's all they had to concentrate on. They didn't have to worry about, oh, let's drop the night nurse in this section or this episode, or we got to pull her back here. And, you know, so... Everything outside of season one, Daredevil, that started everything for the Defenders. Yeah. And that, that kind of played into it. I think they lost their showrunner too, which probably didn't help. But I think the main, my main conspiracy, conspiracy theory is that season one only had to deal with Daredevil and telling a good Daredevil story. And I think everything after that was telling well, you know, a good Jessica Jones, but we had to mix some other stuff in there. They also, I think Daredevil season one had, had the best villain. Um, he, oh, yeah. he had a villain that was, you know, both menacing and scary, yet, I, mean, I don't know, it was a very, really yeah, intriguing, yeah, very complex character. And I thought that, I thought the weakest thing about the Defenders, besides Iron Fucking Fist, is that um, I thought the bad guy, like, so spoilers, everybody, like, they kill her off. Like, <laughs> Sir Gordon Weaver really doesn't do anything. She, like, I think, you know, when they introduce, when they reintroduce Elektra, um, she, there was a scene where she's like kind of fighting her a little bit. They're doing that, like, like after this, (laughs) after that fight, all of a sudden Elektra, like, can beat everybody up all of a sudden. Like, two days of training shit again. Except for Daredevil. Right. Um, I mean, she even kicks Iron Fist's ass, you know, which everybody, everybody can kick his ass. Even Gal kicks his ass. So, um, but yeah, this really bothered me was that the, the, they were, you know, touting this like, oh, you know, Sigourney Weaver is going to be this new villain. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, that's awesome. She's great. And she really doesn't get to do anything except for just chew up the screen a little bit. Yeah. When she, when she's on, when she's on screen, you know, she, she does what she, she's a good actress. She's a really great actress. So. Yeah. She does what she has to do, but it wasn't very interesting. Like her backstory, when you find out, you know, that the hand is these five different people and Sigourney B. Weaver is one of them, you're like, okay. That yeah. Kind of why? Yeah. Why aren't all these people dead? <laughs> they look like they, well, they, well, they do explain that. Yeah. They do explain why they're alive uh, for so long. But um, basically, what happens was they've been living all this time. And there's this like solution or something that they they all take at a certain time to to live this long, right? And Sigourney Weaver takes it on her own to create the black sky, and yes. basically gives, uh, you know, a dead Electra all the remaining solution to live, to or to bring her back to life, to bring her this like other mystical, mystical uh, second coming of the hand type thing where the, the it's like basically like a, a, a it's supposed to be a mindless assassin, right? 
Like, uh, but but not as good as Winter Soldier, obviously. Like she well, fa- she fails I mean, over nobody, and over again. It, like the Winter Soldier, Black Sky, like all these things that you know, you, even like <laughs> even the terrible Universal Soldier movies with Jean Claude Van Damme, where yeah, it's like none of these fuckers read Frankenstein. If you just read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, you'll realize that if you're trying to create a, mon- a like a mindless monster, it's never going to work. No, out you. you should literally just let them be born and train them as to be assassins when they're born. Yeah, essentially, because every type of monster movie that they've always tried to create, like a monster army or something like that. Anytime the monster comes alive, it always remembers its. Con- I mean, RoboCop remembered its conscious, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. So, fucking if RoboCop. one of these fucking people would have just read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, none of this shit would have happened. Or watched Co- RoboCop. God damn it! Like thirty years <laughs> yeah. ago, like oh, yeah, maybe yeah. we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, yeah, just feed them baby sauce. So, but- <laughs> so like basically everything is predicated though. On Iron Fist punching this like mystical wall that only Iron <laughs> Fist can punch, and then that's that so fucking dumb. Yeah, and then that will get into the cavern where there's a dragon, and that's where all the substances that will make them the hand last for many, many, many more years. So, if you've listened to our Iron Fist uh, review, you will know that our review had nothing to do with the whole controversy of him staying white. Had nothing to do with it. Right. The character development was fucking terrible. Everything was a contradiction to the character itself. So anybody who, like, actually likes that show and, like, tries to defend it, you really must not love Iron Fist or you're just purposely being ignorant. Because that that was not Iron Fist. And in this this show, he's the same fucking way. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like... They don't even understand that this guy is supposed to be really the, like the best of the best in Kung Fu and everybody fucks him up. Yeah. Everybody. And it's like comical when like Colleen Wing is like, you know, I, I've seen that look before. I wouldn't want to get in your way. I'm like, what are you talking about? This guy fucking loses all the time. <laughs> he well, loses I, all I, the time. I did like that that everyone gave him shit, though, too. Like it, it, what we've all been saying I mean, not to the extent of like, you suck at Kung Fu, asshole, not, like, <laughs> on the show, but I mean, pretty dang close. I mean, everyone's just like contemplating like, man, you talk a lot or you say the same shit over and over again, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, he, again, like the first two minutes of the series is Iron Fist and Colleen running after some assassin. And, and I thought it was Harry Potter. I thought a Dementor was going to pop up, you know, or some <laughs> shit. Um, but like... It, I, I remember going like, oh, no, this, is the, this isn't good, you know, if they're starting off like this. And then it kind of – like whenever it went to like some of the other characters, especially Daredevil, um, yeah. that's where I really started to enjoy the show. Like I, I love Luke Cage. I love Daredevil. Jessica Tony jo- Cox really – he really carries the entire Oh, show. my God. Yeah, he does. He's like, you know, the Tony Stark, I guess. Or he's, He really he's, does carry – He's really not. He's really not the Tony Stark. Right, He's right. just so much better than everybody else. But what also kind of bugged me is that I love Kristen Ritter, but I did not like her Jessica Jones this time around. I felt like two years away really did some damage. It's kind of like, you know – in the beginning, it was still the Jessica Jones, but then when the shit hit the fan, it didn't feel like her anymore. And I kind of knew what they were trying to do. They were trying to make her the, you know, the anti-hero, the reluctant hero. Right. Um, it just didn't work really for me. No. Um, but and that was too towards obvious. The, that was towards the middle 
of it. Well, in if, the beginning, she was real. She, she, it was still the same Jessica Jones when she you first see her. I guess maybe also she doesn't really know how to fight. Like she, I think she even says that in the middle of it, where she's just like, "I don't know this kung fu shit." You know, or there's karate. No, she shit. knows karate. No, she says she knows karate. Oh, because be- she started beating the crap out because of everybody. Because if you're, like, am I the only person that knows karate? Oh, was that it? I thought she said, yeah. "Am I the only person that doesn't know karate?" Because I didn't see her use karate at all. In fact, oh really? If you watch, if you watch very carefully when they're fighting, you kind of see her like in the background, kind of just kind of standing there, and every now and then she just throws a punch. She wasn't right. like really in the thick of things. It was kind of weird, but well, let's let's talk about the fighting. The, the Corey. The choreography and some of the, the the fight scenes were great. Yes, right off the bat, though, in the first two minutes, and and you texted me or, or messaged me when you were watching it. Two minutes in, and I already hated. I was like, he's fucking, he's exaggerating, right? So I go and watch it like an hour later, and two minutes in, I'm fucking pissed, and here's why. <laughs> two minutes in, he already tells somebody that he's Danny Rand the Iron Fist, and then the second part is when Colleen Wing is fighting, yeah, there's some, like, intricate, like, moves that I don't think the actress does. I'm, I'm not sure because they cut away. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you can see her, the actress actually fighting, right? Yes. Then you get to the Iron Fist. And I'm using the Iron Fist, not Danny Rand, because he's supposed to be the Iron Fist, as he tells you all the time. So as the Iron Fist, this guy's supposed to know how to do kung fu. It's not karate, you fucking morons. It's kung fu. It's right. two different countries. Right. So anyway, so all of a sudden now the cuts are quicker, way quick, like way quicker, night and day compared to when Colleen was fighting. Mm-hmm. Night and day. And right then and there, you knew every time this fucker threw like a roundhouse kick or something, it wasn't him. Right, right. They did that. They, they made it in shadows like that so that they could put a stunt double in there. In fact, you know, I... I, I want him to get in the costume for the wrong reasons. I want him to get in the costume so that they can get some fucking stunt devil who knows how to do karate, uh, kung fu. And, and you can tell, you know, so that way right. it's like there's a mask on him. You can't tell it, it's the Finn Jones or whatever. And that dude's like skinny as shit. I mean, I don't know how anybody can't defeat this guy. Like he's. And then, of course, the same. Well, I mean, the, the fighting is the one part, right? The fighting is. A, but what really bothers me more than the fight scenes is his character. Yes. And again, like he's go- he he was in double digits years at a Buddhist temple, right? Mhm. Right? Double digit years. This guy can't control his fucking mouth or temper for the sh- for like the life of him. Right. He just fucking can't. I mean, I've been to therapy only like eight sessions and I can control my anger <laughs> way better than this fucker was trapped in a Buddhist temple for like Ten years, and you could for still beat years. him up. You could probably still beat him up. I went, I went eight days. This guy was there for fucking twelve years or ten years, and he can't control his temper worth a shit. Like if McDonald's got his fucking like, if McDonald's got his like uh, order wrong, he'd fucking lose it. If he got like regular Coke instead of Diet Coke, he would fucking lose it. And then, like, and then you would say, "Damn you! I'm the Iron Fist, Danny Rand. Yeah. And I'm gonna fight the hand. I need Give me my Diet Coke." <laughs> I need Diet Coke to face the hand. <laughs> like he would iron fist punch the soda machine for giving it the wrong soda. I, <laughs> I, what bugs me so much about his character is like he literally, he's done everything except for like gone on TV. 
and they'd talk to the whole world yeah. that he's Danny Rand, the Iron Fist. I'm like, wouldn't you like hide your and identity? And then surprised when somebody recognizes who right. he is. <laughs> you know who I am? Yeah, that's, the, that's what actually that's what happened. Actually, I was wrong. That's what happens in the, in the first tunnel. few minutes. In the tunnel, the guy who's dying is like, "You're the Iron Fist." He's like, "You know who I am?" I'm like, "Motherfucker!" You told everybody. <laughs> yeah. You did the exact opposite of what Batman and Spider Man do. You told one person, they texted it to everybody. You, it's, even, it's, you <laughs> even went over. You what? You, you even went worse than what Tony Stark did, which was get in front of cameras. He only did it once and said that I'm the Iron Man. Right? He never said it again. Right? He didn't say. He never said it again. You can't stop saying it for anybody. And then you're actually shocked when somebody says you're Danny Randy. <laughs> right. The guy, like, before he dies, like, loads up Instagram and he's like, see? He's like, look at your fucking Facebook updates. The <laughs> yeah. last 30 ones was I'm Danny Rand, the Iron Fist. <laughs> anybody see the hands? I need help. <laughs> I'm looking for recommendations. I'm Danny Rand, the Iron Fist, and then like it's all of it's all of Hell's Kitchen in like New York, because you know how like Facebook has the recommendations. Right. Like, you know, that's his, that was his Facebook. One of them says like one of them says like kung fu, you know, martial arts store or whatever. <laughs> Likes kung fu. Yeah. Hates keeping calm. Yeah. <laughs> First of his class, there was only two in his class. <laughs> I mean, this dude looks pissed off when he's fucking meditating too. Yeah. You ever watch him like in the scenes where he's like got his legs crossed, and he's meditating? Yeah, he's got a pissed off face. He doesn't have a calm face. Is that resting bitch face? Is that- he's literally like he's literally like the worst fucking Buddhist monk ever. Like, oh my god! Or that must have been like that must have been the worst Buddhist monk ever, uh, temple ever. Like, they must have used like heavy metal during like fucking meditation or something. Yeah, I know. Well, they. So his his story arc, there wasn't one story arc. It was literally just like a pretty linear. But like Daredevil and Jessica Jones, and I think even Luke Cage a little bit, had a story arc um, in the show. Like Daredevil started out with like he didn't want to be – he just wants to be a lawyer. He doesn't want to fight anymore. But, he yeah, keeps, he but he's fighting it. it. Yeah, he's fighting it within himself. And then um, – but even he, like when he's amongst them, like – stole Jessica Jones' scarf and put the scarf over him because he didn't want people to see who he was. That part was fucking funny. Yeah, it was funny. Which is like, you look ridiculous. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, Luke Cage gets out of prison and, you know, he, he wants to, like, fight for his community. And uh, Jessica Jones, like you said, she's a reluctant hero. She doesn't want anything to do with this shit. She just wants to help her client. Yeah, basically um, the first two episodes is catching up to where these people are because you haven't seen Daredevil since season two. You know, season one of Luke Cage was the most recent one, but you haven't seen Jessica Jones in almost two years. So it's basically just kind of setting up their their story of what you saw from the last, you know, season finales of their shows. Yeah, like I kind of dug like when Iron Fist first meets Luke Cage, um, again, you can totally see the difference even in acting chops. You know, the just Luke Cage right. is just smooth and cool, and the other guy is just like, you know, really just – uh, not like you said, monk. not calm, right? And I, th- I thought that yeah, it's was... Luke Cage that tells him to calm down. Right, the whole fucking show. Oh my god, man! Yeah, like, he... did, did these guys even read the comic books? Like honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And see, like Luke Cage and Iron Fist go on adventures and shit in the comic books. So... Yeah, but it's always fucking Iron Fist that's doing the Jedi type thing. It's like, wait, hold on. Let's just let's just feel this out a little bit before we go guns blazing. And it's completely the exact opposite here. 
And it's right. always, and it's been that way for now two shows for Iron Fist. Fucking guy can't just he just can't calm down. Like yeah. he's fucking just And he's, every time he's, he's more angry than Batman. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and his and his well, his parents were killed by the hand, but you I mean, know. Could you imagine if fucking Zack Snyder got his hand on Iron Fist? He'd be fucking murdering everybody. It'd, it'd be, yeah, just Iron Fist people to death. Yeah, people, you know, somebody has 11 items in the 10 item line. Fucking he kills them with the Iron Fist. <laughs> um, what is he? Uh, oh, so one of the episodes, one of the episodes, they actually like, I think, what is it? The third or fourth episode? They finally are all together and they're fighting in the corridor and all that. I thought, like, I was expecting, I wasn't expecting a Daredevil corridor fight like season one because they've never no, been but, able to match that. But just like you were talking about, like, the acting chops between Luke Cage and, and Iron Fist, who, like, Charlie Cox doesn't do all that shit. Like, the acrobatics, he doesn't do that shit. But, like, he, you can see when he's fighting, right? Yeah. When he was fighting in that hallway versus the guy who's supposed to be fucking the best of the best kung fu guy. I was like, that guy's, if, if you put those two guys in a ring together and you had to ask me, like, put a gun to my head and said, who's the Iron Fist? I'd be like, the guy who looks like he can fight, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not, the, not the guy who still looks like he's never punched anybody in but his life. Did you see, like, when he throws a punch, you see his elbow, like, cocked up all weird I know. It's, it's it, really annoying. It's really annoying. He needs, to, he needs to go to, like, Mr. Miyagi or Cobra Kai Dojo or something like that and, like, learn the real way to do shit. He needs to get killed so Colleen Wing can become the fucking Iron Fist, and then we're all done with that bullshit. Yeah, something. Like, I'm over Danny Rand. I'm over. Yeah. I'm over there. There. I mean, they already announced that there was going to be a season two Iron Fist, and they're going to change some shit around. I'm like, okay, you might be able to change a little bit around, even if you improve the story. You're still stuck with this guy who doesn't look like he can get himself out of a fucking pillow fight. <laughs> he um. And every time he explains his chi, it, it oh sounds so... Sounds even worse. I, you know, I, I could almost argue that it would have been way better to get some of ethnicity in this role just so that they don't sound stupid when they say shit. You know what I mean? It's like if he had a, a British accent, he would sound way better when he's explaining chi or something like that. Otherwise... It sounds like, you know, George Lucas trying to explain midichlorians or something like that. You're like, oh, wow, this is stupid. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing in the world. Um, yeah, when, you know, so didn't Danny, so like Danny goes into the, he goes into the financial building and goes up there and like basically walks through the doors and he's just like, I'm By Danny. Himself. Yeah, he's just like, I'm the Iron Fist. I'm here to destroy the hand, you know, and stuff like that. Or I'm here to see. You know, I'm here to see the hand or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. Well, he starts off He starts off by not saying that. I'm like, oh, he's actually showing restraint. Right. Right. And then halfway through, he gets pissed off at his own words, and he fucking tells everybody who he is. Because all he had to do was leave it at that and just say, I know who you are. Yeah, that's it. You know, and that, that's it. He, he would have went on to, like, I'm going to buy you out or whatever the fuck his ploy was because it never came to fruition. That entire scene was just to get everybody in the room fighting at the same time. That's all it was, yeah. It, um, was, it was really stupid. But then, like, the speech goes from, oh, he's actually, you know, he's actually going a different path. Because remember, the whole point before, right before that was him, like, 
you know, not using the resources that he has, just going guns blazing, you know, like a fucking monk wouldn't do. Right. Like a Buddhist, like a Buddhist guy wouldn't really do, go guns fucking blazing all the time. So he yeah. actually finds this other alternative, this other way of defeating the hand financially because he can do that. And then the beginning of the speech is like a different Danny Rand. And then just when you're, just when you're like, oh, there might be a glimmer of hope to this Danny Rand and the, the defenders, he goes fucking immediately getting pissed off, reveals who the fuck he is one more time because I haven't heard it in every fucking episode. And like, it's like a bad catch, it's like a bad 90s catchphrase that you don't want to listen to anymore. Right. Who, where's the beef? You're like, Jesus Christ. Like, stop. Yeah. Every, like, just working it into every fucking, like, conversation. <laughs> um, and then he, again, so, and then he, like, reveals that he knows that they're the hand and all this other shit. So it's it's like two people wrote the script. It's like the Defenders guy wrote the, this first part of the speech, and then the Iron Fist showrunner ran, like wrote the second part of the speech. I did I did think it was cool though when Alexandra, you know, Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver's character, she's like she says something, and then like all the the people surrounding the table like stand up and they all have fucking weapons. And I'm, like, I'm, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, oh wow, Danny, you dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, and, and here's the other thing too is like white. Why does he always dress like um, like Ferris Bueller in a suit? Yeah, <laughs> like he, does, he never buttons his top tie. And he's no, wearing, he's he, wearing like terrible. He's wearing terrible suits. He looks like a hobo wherever he goes. I'm like, no building, like fancy building, would let you in. You know? could, you, could you just turn on like Batman Begins and see how Batman dresses? That's how you should be dressing. <laughs> Not like you're going to the fucking high school prom, right? God, I um, hate that character. So after they like fight at the building, then they take off and they like hole up in the like Chinese restaurant for an entire episode. Yes. And stick yeah, trying to figure it out. Oh, and stick shows up. Stick actually like is captured, but he lops his hand off. Yeah. He only let out like escapes. a little, like he, he definitely didn't pull like the 127 hours scream. He fucking like, he, he did it like he, he did it like he, um, Closed a finger on his drawer, like kind of slightly, a little bit, like like a, just a little bit, like a nuance, it was a clean, like it was a, a clean like cut, a little man. nuisance. Yeah, it was a little nuisance instead of like like he like he popped a pimple by accident or something. Right, that was his reaction to it. He cut his fucking hand off. He cut his fucking hand off, and he was just like, ah, fuck, and then he just like you know, and then it never he never mentions it again. Yeah, and like you know, there he's. She, uh, Jessica Jones, even like, like I said, she's all she cares about is her, is her client. But it, it was so weird. It was like in the middle of all this shit, she's just like, I, I don't want to deal with this. I just want to deal with my client. And I was like, that is the, it was a pretty lame line that she said. I was like, dude, you're in the thick of this shit. Uh, I think you better s- stick with these guys because, you know, running off on your own, you're going to get yourself yeah, killed. Even, like for being selfish, part of that would be like self preservation and the, and the, one way of not guaranteeing self-preservation was not hanging out with the guy who's basically bulletproof, the blind lawyer who could kick the shit out of anybody, and this fucking crazy, dumb fucking white kid who can't shut up with about his name. Doesn't she, like, come back, though, in a car and drive over Electra? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that bugged me, too, okay? So they're fighting, fighting for their lives, and she decides to come back. And before Electra could do anything, she hits her with the car, right? She gets up, she gets out of the car. No, she gets out of the car and just walks by Electra and then forms with the rest of the group. And I'm like, what are you doing? Pick her up. You just hit her with the car. She's down for the the kicker while she's, kick her while she's down. Why are you walking past her? 
you know, oh, just so that you could form up with the other three and make a cool, like, shot or something. I was like, that is ridiculous. You know, you got yeah, it. The credits. Yeah, it's the end. <laughs> right then and there. If she just fucking, like, put it, you know, if she just just left her foot off the gas pedal. Credits. Right. right. <laughs> now, after, um, well, then, you know, we'd see, like, Sigourney Weaver actually do something. We saw her fight a little bit with... Uh, with Electra right when she is resurrected. And I was like, damn, right. even Sigourney Weaver looks better than the Iron Fist. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, she looked yeah. really good. She was all, like, just moving around and shit. Um, holy cow, you finally see the extent of Gal's power. Like, you never saw her do shit. She would just right. walk, run around. And now you actually saw her fight. Like, she's got, like, some sort of, like, you know, some sort of power. She just hits you you fly across the room and shit. Or she like she she can move shit with her hand if she shoot you know shoots her hand at something it'll move it um, pretty crazy stuff. Um, oh well, God. well, didn't she do that in Iron Fist to Danny Rand? Uh, maybe like, didn't she hit him at one point? In time? I think he. I think remember when they had. I think it was when she he had her trapped in the warehouse in China. Oh, I'm still traumatized away. by that show. I can't remember. I, I think had. that happened that way. So then he was like, I, I, I'm like 90% sure that happened in Iron Fist. And he was like all shocked about it when it happened to him again. Like what he basically just runs like fucking again. Guns blazing. Doesn't get in any defensive stance because this white kid doesn't know any fucking shit whatsoever. And just basically runs right into her fucking hand. <laughs> yeah, that's like, you know, it's like playing, you know, Call of Duty and just run into the room, guns blazing and not knowing what's in there. And then you get, yeah, like you said, like, the, like you, you missed, you completely don't read the, you don't read the sign where it says active minds and you fucking just run <laughs> in and just blow yourself up. Basically, yeah. what he fucking wants to do every fucking time. Oh, another thing that bugged me again is, is Colleen walking around New York City with a goddamn <laughs> katana. I'm like, oh, and the cop giving it back to her, like, yeah, it's you, a little. I was like, like it, it wasn't like she was walking around with like a weird, like, <laughs> ceremonial Japanese like head wear, wear, wear or something like a or like, like a she was getting, helmet, like, like giving her wallet back or like here, here's your yeah. Wallet it's back. like this is a weird, this is a really weird wallet. It's got like wings on it, right? <laughs> She's like, no, this is a little weird. It's a fucking, it's a fucking weapon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a giant sword, and you're like, this is a w- little weird. You can have it back. Yeah, like, here's your what? here's your bazooka back uh, yeah. and the missile that goes with it. It's okay, no big deal. Um, yeah, uh, what else had happened? Oh, Daredevil finally makes the choice and goes back and gets his suit, and yeah. then he saves Jessica Jones like just in time. I'm like, fuck! How does he like again? Like, how does he get around that city so fast? He doesn't drive a car around. He just runs around on the rooftops, and, he, and he, he's got, like, mega listening like Superman does. And he just shows up, like, just in time before she gets her ass handed to her. Right. Um, what else? Uh, oh, Iron Fist loses yet again, and Stick saves his ass. Everybody saves Iron Fist's ass every single time in this movie, like show. Everybody So, does. you know, like, he has, he has one, he has one <laughs> thing that he has to do, right? He has one thing, because obviously he tells everybody what it is. It's, it's to defeat the hand. Right, he does everything but that. He does everything to actually not defeat the hand, like going into a boardroom full of the hand and telling by himself and telling everybody that he's going to defeat them. Right, <laughs> it's so ridiculous by himself. 
Yeah, there's uh, in episode six. In episode six, they take uh, they finally like grab Danny and they like tie him down to a chair and they're like, "You're gonna sit right here because the whole again the whole thing predicates on the the hand wants Danny. They they need the iron fist for something and we don't know what it is just yet. And so they decide uh, we're gonna tie this guy up while we do our investigating. Luke Cage is gonna pretty much watch him. And then you've got Stick sitting in the corner meditating and shit. And I think at one point, Luke Cage actually has to leave the room or something and, like, Stick's alone with him. And Stick is pretty much telling him, I'm going to kill you because then that will pretty much defeat the hand. Which, if you think about it, that's true. So I wanted to. this is like the Indiana Jones uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark situation all over again. Without Indiana Jones, we don't have Indiana Jones. Those, the Nazis find the fucking Ark and then they get melted and, and, you know, you don't need Indy at all, okay, in the movie. It's the same thing here. It's like if Danny just either dies or he goes off to another country and hides long enough, all the people in the hand are going to fucking die because they don't have the substance to keep alive anymore. So it, it's... Well, in that case, it's like they don't, like, if, if Danny Rand actually just did it himself, like, this could have been just an Iron Fist movie. Right. Yeah, exactly. They, they tried to tie everything all together because because, because yeah. he, and and then here's the thing. So you find out later on that Danny Rand needs to use the Iron Fist to actually open this door, right? Right to the pit that, that you see at the end with of, all the solution, right? So Daredevil season two, you see that pit, and they built a so, building on top of the pit in a year, right? Right. So <laughs> you find out that Danny Rand needs to use the Iron Fist to open a door. And I think he kind of finds that later on, and there are hints to it that we, they need him to to open to do something. And that dumb fucker just like just does it. He just literally does it. Well, and, well, they're fighting. Electra, yeah, he, well, Electra, Electra uh, moves and he punches right. the wall. Well, he she she purposely lures him in because again he's getting his ass kicked by Electra. Well, and this very same fight that happens like fifteen minutes later when it's Electra and Daredevil, Daredevil is like beating the shit out of her. Yeah, but, yeah, totally. Um, but it just shows his stupidity. I mean, she points at the fucking door and says, this is the thing you got to hit to open up, right? And then as they're fighting, she lures them over there and moves out of the way. It's like, if I saw, if that door is in front of me, I'm going to go away from the door. Like, I'm going right. to be like, I'm going to be like, no, bitch. Or run to I'm the elevator. Going, yeah, I'm leave, I'm going over here. I'm not going to go over there because I know what you're trying to do. But he's, he's a dumbass. He opens yeah. the door, and they're like, good job. Well, you know? he could fight normally. He could fight normally and still not open the door, but he's got to ignite the Iron Fist because he fucking sucks at fighting, and he's getting his ass kicked. Well, and right before that, spoilers, they kill they kill Sigourney's Weaver's character off. They just, like, Electra just, just stabs her, and she dies. Right. And, was, and the whole time, weird. I'm like, excuse me like wasn't she supposed to be the, it's like if kingpin just in episode five just like gets hit by a car and dies and you're like okay now what you know how, why is now all of a sudden Electra's the leader of the hand like this is this is really weird you know right. and it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense like i would have loved to have seen sigourney weaver fight like a like a monster i wanted to see like something Kind of like even Kingpin didn't really do anything like fight wise right. toward toward yeah. the end, and then you find out, holy fuck, this dude can fight, and he's huge, so you can't like just punch him and he goes down. There's right. no way, 
So, but she just gets, she gets punked like a bitch by Electra, gets killed. So now Electra is running the show. Um, let's see. Um, the pacing was really weird too. Yes. And that's, it's Things hard. Were happening. You had four yeah, different but, groups, you know, yeah. four different stories going on at the same time with all the extra people that are in the other shows, you know, Claire and then like the Daredevil people, like it was a Karen and Foggy. And then you got, you know, every person had their counterpart or their, or their supporting players <clears throat> in the show. And so they had, they every now and then they'd pause for, you know, they, the action would end and they'd pause and then, and then they would break away to, you know, one of these supporting characters doing something. It's like, they had to give everyone something to do. And I was like, all right, I guess like, um, but it's the same time. Like you said, it's just, it's really, the pacing is very off. And, uh, what could have made the show really great is if they had a, like a really cohesive storyline to focus on that brought yeah, over overall, that was the worst part. Yeah. Um, I knew it was going to have to be with the hand because they had teased it. I think in basically three out of the four shows. Yes. And it just didn't fit right. Um, no. Like it just it like I knew I was going to get it, but it, it seemed like they didn't know what to do with the hand when it finally came about. So overall, all right, let's get into our ratings. Let's go. Well, uh, what's your what's uh, your rating? Oh, uh, diversity rating. That's kind of reserved for movies, rating. though, really. Uh, um, all right, let's just do regular rating then. Yeah, regular rating. Um, I'd say three and a half uh, lightsabers uh, for me. Hmm. I'm right there with you. Uh, I think I think it's basically two if you don't have Charlie Cox in the show. Yeah. Um, but I'll go three because when he was on screen, and, and luckily, even though the sh- the, the the MacGuffin was basically um, well, not MacGuffin, but the the main person in the story was Iron Fist. The person who shined the most and had, I think, more screen time was Daredevil. Luckily, yes. Um, so that that pulls me to three three lightsabers for. Um, for the defenders, and we're not even sure we're going to get a second season of Defenders. So, yeah, it's really I, all bogged down by Iron Fist. I think what what's going to end up happening is that they've been reports of. I mean, every every one of these series is getting season two or three or whatever uh, area that they're in, and they're going to have cameos by these characters, and that's the way to get around it. But I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't sure if I want a Defenders season two because. <clears throat> when you put them all together, it's kind of like watching that Sesame Street thing. It's like three of these things belong together, and one of these things is not quite the same. It's right. like it's it's glaring even more uh, when they're all together. That Iron Fist. I'm going to say it. Iron Fist is a punk ass bitch. He sucks. And I really wish. Yeah, I hope maybe in the next series he dies, and they like you said they have to. Someone's got to you know bring up the mantle and. Um, and then that's where, you know, maybe you can get a Defenders 2 or something. I don't know. But we're stuck with this guy right now, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's basically it. It's worth the watch. It's better than Iron Fist. Um, but How does this it, fucking it, thing? How does this fucking thing end? It ends with uh, uh, Charlie Cox waking up in a in a basically like a hospital. Yeah. So like, so the building comes down on on him when everyone else got out the building blows up and goes down the pit and it's just him and Electra and they kiss and then you're like oh shit they killed off Daredevil but really they didn't because I know Marvel announced the season 3 earlier in the week so 
yeah, I guess he's coming back. And then, um, let's see, uh, Cage and Cage and Claire doing their thing. Uh, Karen and Foggy in the church. Jessica Jones reopening her investigation shop again. Um, and then we do get like after the credits, we do get a Punisher uh, teaser as well. Right. So go and watch it. It's worth the watch. Um, that's basically it. It's it's an, it's an above average show. Yeah, I mean, if you uh, hated or disliked, hate is a strong word. If you disliked or despised Iron Fist like we did, uh, just buckle in. There's more of that shit in this show. Try to push it away because there's other things that are really good about it. Like Daredevil is amazing, and Luke Cage is awesome, and and uh, and Jessica Jones is back. So, all right, yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. all we got. That's all we got. We're done defending the defenders. That is uh, episode 95 of Chew on This and Nerd United Podcast. I'm BJ. Back. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>